to the roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, June 20th, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Amanda Harris. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending June 16th, 2023. In general economic news, U.S. retail sales rose in May despite macroeconomic challenges, with the value of retail purchases climbing 0.3% following a 0.4% gain in April, according to the Commerce Department should be noted that the figures are not adjusted for inflation and exclude autos and gasoline and excluding excuse me autos and gasoline sales ticked up 0.4%. The Fed on June 14th also paused rate hikes that have defined the past 15 months signaling that officials would likely resume tightening in an efforts to curb inflation later this year. The benchmark federal funds rate sits at a target range of 5% to 5.25%. In automotive news, TrueCar last week announced a 24% reduction of its staff, or approximately 102 positions, in line with cost-cutting and restructuring efforts. At the same time, the company's chief executive, Michael Darrow, stepped down and vacated his seat on the board after four years at the helm of the company. TrueCar anticipates the restructuring to save $20 million in expenses after a one-time $7 million cost related to severance and benefits. Similarly, in power sports, Rumbleon's chief executive resigned yesterday, resigned Friday, Thursday, excuse me, amid allegations of resource misuse and an ongoing proxy battle with the company appointing a proxy group as co-leader as interim CEO. Marshall Chesron, Rumbleon's former chief executive and the founder of used car retailer Vroom, offered his resignation to the board of directors on June 11th and it took effect June 15th, according to the company's 8K filed Thursday with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. The resignation comes as Chesron faces allegation of misuse of company resources. Rumbleon announced it will appoint Martin Tack, co-founder of RideNow Power Sports, to serve as interim CEO. This week also brought several market updates. With incentives returning amid increased supply, captives were able to retake market share in Q1 that has had largely been held by credit unions and banks. Captives in the first quarter held 27% of new vehicle financing, up compared with 25% of total share in Q1 2022, according to Experian. Banks held 26% of total finance share, down from 30% a year ago, and credit unions held 25%, up from 22% in Q1 2021. New vehicle financing is picking up as incentives slowly return to market amid improving supply. Captive share of new vehicle financing landed at 54%, up from 50% in Q1 2022, but still below a quarterly pandemic peak of 57% in 2021. Bank share of new vehicle financing was just over 23%, while credit union share stood at 17%. Meanwhile, incentives spent in May jumped 65% year-over-year and 14% month-over-month to $1,947, but remains well below pre-pandemic levels, according to J.P. Morgan. High interest rates are also pushing prime consumers to opt for shorter-term loans while leasing may be taking, making a comeback. Amanda, what's going on there? Yes, so, you know, basically, as interest rates are still very elevated, even though the rate rises have paused for now, they're still very elevated, and it's basically pushing anybody who can kind of afford, you know, a shorter term 
higher monthly payment to, to kind of not pay as much an in interest is really pushing them to make that determination and go that route. So we are seeing loan terms go up um, of the up to 48 months that share of shorter loan terms rise and again driven by mainly prime consumers who can afford maybe a little bit of a higher monthly payment but don't want to pay as much an in interest. Along those same lines we are seeing fewer people actually finance their vehicles so share financing on new vehicles was just over 79% in the quarter and that's down from 84% a year ago so there are fewer people who are financing in general and are going the cash routes again to save money on that interest rate. I know this firsthand that interest rates being quoted right now are very high very very high um higher than were a couple years ago as i know firsthand as well so you're seeing more people kind of go away from financing but when they are financing they're trying to find any way to save on that monthly payment so one way of doing that is shorter learn term loans another way is leasing leasing has always been a way to you know kind of get uh, lower monthly payments it's a way to kind of save money there and usually carries a shorter term and you know usually some incentives there as well because it usually brings people back into the same usually even the same dealership, if not at least the same make and model. So there are incentives of leasing. So we're seeing it climb back a little bit. This is around 18% in the first quarter of new vehicles leased. Um, but that is still down from what it was. So it's, you know, used to be in that 30%. I don't know if we'll ever get back to that 30%. And if we will, it's going to take a while. But right now it's trending more towards maybe around 20% next quarter. Toward the end of the year, around that 20, 21% mark is kind of what I'm hearing that it might get to. Um, but again, 30% is kind of that historical level. Um, and from everything we know, it's not going to come back to that level. And a lot of that's just because there's not a lot of inventory. There's still a lot of profitability in retail sales. So there's some, you know, some prioritizing there. Um, we also know that there is some prioritizing to meet some pent-up demand and, and rental and some of the other places that OEMs would sell their vehicles into, as well as the auction you know, kind of um, channels there as well. So just a lot of lot of factors that would keep leasing from really taking off. Um, but it is coming back some. Again, on that side, it's, it's again the prime consumers wanting to save money. So that's really who's leading some of these things that we're seeing. But we just kind of have to watch it and see how it plays out. Yes, we definitely will. And I think the expectation, like you said, is these things continue to grow. That about does it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us on the roadmap and be sure to follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter. We will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.